1: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast presented by Pepsi. Thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch Pepsi is a refreshment you need to power through any game day because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Lana McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, how are you doing today, sir?
0: Doing well. We got questions today. I'm excited about it because uh, I know that there are a lot of, of 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 question marks over Cowboys fans as to where we go from here. It's it's uh it's kind of interesting uncharted territory. And uh, after last week's win. It, there's a lot of confusion as to exactly what the Cowboys are doing hmm. with the rest of their season.
1: Absolutely. We're going to get into a lot of that right now. Um, but we, we've got to start with uh, some draft talk, Lane. And I know oh, we haven't. Boy. Listen, listen. <laughs> I know we haven't studied draft picks yet So this, or draft prospects yet. So this is just a general philosophy thing because I know uh, literally about 15 of you have asked this question right now. And I, I feel like it's worth addressing. Uh, let's do this one from at Dem Nation. I am beyond confused why so many mock drafts have the Cowboys taking Penai Sowell, the offensive tackle from Oregon, when the defense is what we should absolutely focus on. Can you help me understand this? Now, we're going to preface this that we have not studied any tape, but this is more a positional argument, right? Why why would you be okay or not okay with the Cowboys drafting an offensive tackle, let's say in the top 7 or 8 picks?
0: Well, I feel like I could talk about Panay so well. I mean, I, I I watched enough of him last year, and 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 you know,
1: I you see, are a West Coaster, so that is yeah, fun.
0: yeah. And, and well, and I I I'm offensive line guy, and he's uh you know someone who really impressed last year as a very young player in college football, uh and 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 if anything, kind of reminds me in in a way of of Tyron Smith exactly, you know? yeah. Where he's just a, just a dominant player at, at at such a young age, which you know you and I. Oh, boy, we are getting back into draft stuff. You and I have talked about <laughs> over the many years that that younger players dominating at, at college football level is, yeah. is a great sign of, of, of future success in the NFL uh, because they're playing, you know, they're unfinished products and they're playing against, you know, people that are usually significantly more developed than they are uh, and still dominating. So uh, I, I do understand the, the, uh, the, the focus there. I, I would not, you know, look – uh, right now, and a lot of a lot of these people are, are, are friends, right? The draft guru types. Right now, yeah. they they are being paid to you know, or or being clicked on to to put out mock drafts to talk about sure, their top fifties. That's that's what they're doing right now. So when they do these mock drafts, uh, you know, it's really more about just. Fitting the best need with kind of your top fifty, you know, it's exactly. like it's, it's
1: more it's, about getting a watch list of guys yeah, out there, right? Yeah,
0: it's not it's not so much a, 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 a prediction, especially at this New, point. It's of. it's way too wide open. I, I would say that you know I understand the 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 uh, the the thought process here by by the question, the person who asked the question. You know, that why would we think about adding another offensive player when the defense is clearly the problem here? I you know I still think that you are at a point where especially that high in the draft if you remain in that spot uh and i think that's a pretty key phrase right there Mm, if you you remain in that spot uh i I think the key is to draft the best player that's up there uh and and i think that if if you're gonna try to reach for i mean look let's look let's look at this way the two biggest needs on this team, I would say, are probably defensive tackle and safety, right? I mean, I think we could both agree with that. Yeah, and maybe corner in and there as well, sure.
1: depending on what you do in free agency. But I agree, yes.
0: But but is there any no. defensive tackle or, or uh, safety at this point that you feel comfortable taking in a top five?
1: New and I, I mean, let's let's use our friend Dame uh, Brugler. He does not have a defensive tackle or a safety in his top twenty-five of, of best players available right now. So
0: the class is bad. The defensive tackle it, it, class, I mean, just from a very oh yeah, ca- it's bad. Casual so look it, is bad. So
1: unless somebody really, really rises up the board over the next month and a half, I think it's pretty likely that you're not going to get one of those guys in the top fifteen, let alone in the top five. So. You're probably going to have to pick or trade down a little bit and, and and select a player that's not in one of your immediate needs, right? And just yeah. probably going to happen. Yeah.
0: And That's okay, and that's totally okay. And I think that that's the key thing. And honestly, uh, you know, to kind of go back to it, I really feel like, I really feel like the best situation for the Cowboys is to try to find a trade down partner, you know, and and, and, and to, to pick up a bounty of picks because yes. uh, they, you know there's a lot of top. Uh, quarterbacks that are going to be out this year, I, I think there could be as many as four. Play, you think, right? Probably four players. Yeah, four
1: probably in the top, three, in the top five, ten. Top yeah, ten. at least.
0: Um, you know, the top ten now, but by the time draft time comes around, yeah. if they even have a my, I, I, I guess draft I would be season.
1: shocked if there's not three drafted in the top five.
0: Exactly, exactly. So I would say that with that in mind, if the Cowboys end up somewhere in the top five, it's, you know, right now they're projected at three. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if the Cowboys end up somewhere in the top five, especially in the top three, they have to be looking at trade-down scenarios. And and yes. I, don't, I don't know. I, honestly, I would take whatever you get. I mean, I don't think you need to take a king's ransom to uh, to trade down. But, I mean, just trading down 10 spots could get you something pretty significant, and you could still get some uh, a, a top-end player, I think. So, uh, yeah, I mean, for me, I, I'm not so worried about the, these uh, uh mock drafts at this point and but again i i don't have a problem with panay i don't have a problem with with taking an offensive tackle if if they're that type of player so uh it's just it's just one of those things where right now you know it's not a very solid prediction as to what the cowboys are going to do on draft day 2021
1: Right, and listen. Let's let's talk about this a little further because I like the way that you talked about uh, the Cowboys potentially trading down and why that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I don't think the as you mentioned the position of needs and the draft is necessarily going to line up to to help Dallas. Uh, But I actually wrote down six trades, and I'll go through these very quickly, for the number two or number three spot that we've seen over the last decade. Uh, We'll kind of go in reverse order. In 2018, the Colts traded down from number three to number six. The Jets came up and got Sam Darnold. They picked up, (laughs) listen to this all,
0: uh,
1: number six, number 37, number 49, and a 2019 second-round pick. So you got three additional second-round picks for moving down three spots. In 2017, the 49ers moved moved down one spot from number two to number three, so the Bears could take Mitch Trubisky. Uh, The 49ers got number three, number 67, number 111, and a 2018 third-round pick. I mean, that's quite a haul. Uh, 2016, and again, this is the one I really want to focus on. The Browns traded down from number two to number eight with the Eagles to get Carson Wentz, and this is what they got number eight, number 77, number 100, a 2017 first-round pick, and a 2018 second-round oh pick. Oh, God. <laughs> I believe, yeah, and I, I believe that at least one of the quarterbacks in this class, and Justin Fields. I'm not counting Trevor Lawrence, but let's say the Cowboys have the new number two pick. Justin Fields is a better quarterback prospect than what Carson Wentz is, and I think we can might we might even have the conversation that Zach Wilson from B- yeah. BYU is a better prospect than Carson Wentz. So, if Cleveland got that trade offer a few years ago, imagine what you might be able to get for somebody like Justin Fields, and that is why potentially trading down for number two or number three it makes so much sense for the Cowboys. Um, any comments on those, that before we move on?
0: No, I mean, I think you know everyone who's heard anything about the Cowboys potentially trading down has kind of looked at some of these scenarios and, and licked their chops, I think, at all the potential of, the, of moving there. I, I, I think that this, it's a high possibility it happens simply because – of again, like we have mentioned, all the unknown in the 21, 21 draft. There, you know, there may be teams that are even more willing to part with their draft picks because they just they don't know what they're getting and Correct. they feel like they have to go up and get their quarterback. So, uh, yeah, it could be that the Cowboys get even more than than some of those scenarios that you laid out that had previously happened simply because down the roster draft picks uh, are probably devalued even further than they have been in twenty sixteen and those years that those those trades happened.
1: And also I think there's going to be quite a few teams in the quarterback market, right? We have the jets. We've got Jacksonville. Those are the top two teams right now. And then after that, the giants, maybe I think they need to be in it. Washington. Uh, what about, uh, maybe Carolina? I don't think so because of Teddy Bridgewater, but, uh, atlanta with matt ryan are they yeah. gonna stick with him detroit minnesota new england could san francisco we'll a, be interested in I, I was just about to say san francisco's one chicago certainly is yeah. going to be in there absolutely indianapolis in the middle of the first round philip rivers has been awful this year so uh, uh should i should i bring up philadelphia should i should do they count
0: <laughs> i no, mean they, 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 they need a new quarterback who knows if they'll get one uh,
1: man, that'd be really fun. Uh,
0: but we'll, we'll have plenty of
1: time to talk about the, the draft and strategy and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I did think that was an interesting question just to, to talk about why maybe tanking is going to be important or artificially tanking or organically tanking or however, however you want to phrase it uh, for the rest of the season. Uh, I want to tell you guys about Axon. Protecting my family is my number one priority. But for many of us, having a gun in the home doesn't feel safer. Taser is committed to helping you protect your family and uh, your home safely. Taser is available without a permit in most U.S. states. Taser's line of non-lethal self-protection devices are small and lightweight lightweight enough to carry with you or in your glove compartment or purse, yet they're powerful enough to stop an attacker. Get to Taser Pulse Plus or Taser Strike Light at Taser.com with promo code NFL. Save 15% now at Taser.com, promo code NFL. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, Landon, let's get into some more questions. Um, This question comes from Ed. Does Brandon Knight replace Terrence Steele at right tackle when he's healthy or do they stick with Steele for the rest of the season because he helps with the tank?
0: Man, that's a legit good question to be honest. (laughs) Um, I, you know, I I mean, it's really hard to guess. I mean, what's really happening right now is that I'm I'm finding myself struggling to find out, to to see exactly what the Cowboys are trying to do,
1: you know? Okay, well, let me ask you this then. Is it more likely they put Brandon Knight back at left tackle and put Cam Irving to the bench or move... Knight to right tackle because I I just wonder with Knight playing so much left tackle early in the season if they're just better off keeping him over there
0: I, I I tend to think that you you probably have to put Knight at right tackle right I I don't know I mean I guess if 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 Cam Irving can handle it then maybe you put him back at right tackle and then put night back at left tackle just because you, you you I mean again it goes back to what you are you trying to what's win the, the goal game? here yeah what's the goal here because if you're trying to win the game you, you probably want to move everyone to the continuity spot they feel best which is still kind of difficult math because technically cam irving's been playing left tackle for a while now so I, I don't know I I tend to think I, I think if they're trying to win win football games to me I would put Brandon Knight back at left tackle and move Cam Irving over to right tackle just because I feel like that's the best lineup. And uh, it's not, you know, it's not the continuity that you want. But at the same time, that's kind of all blown out of the water. So let's just get the best yeah. group of guys playing their best positions as we can. Uh, and I think that that probably uh, means means Irving at right tackle and Knight at left tackle. But really, honestly, either solution is better than than a solution that includes Terrence Steele.
1: And that's probably why Terrence Steele is going to stick around probably, at right tackle, right? Probably,
0: yeah. I
1: mean, I don't know. I, I just wonder if uh, Dallas would rather just keep Knight as a swing tackle on game day and Maybe. you know go with what they have. I don't think you're going to need to worry about it. Their offensive line is going to be bad regardless of – if it's Knight at left tackle and Irving at right tackle, it, it's just not a great unit right now. But um, all right, how about this one, landing from Derek? Will we see Reggie Robinson next week with uh, Travon Diggs out? It does sound like Travon Diggs is going to miss the rest of the season. Uh, Chidobe Awuzie should be back, um, but do you anticipate seeing Reggie Robinson this week or even at all this season?
0: I, I just don't know, man. You know, it's it's really tough to guess. It's really hard to tell with this situation because we didn't see anything of Robinson. In I mean, you know, because we didn't see any training camp, we didn't see any OTAs, we didn't see any preseason. So it just feels like they really want to redshirt him. Right? It, it really does. I mean, it feels like you know they moved him to safety. They they've had tons of injuries at corner, and they have not moved him back to corner. I I really feel like they either think that he is just very much not ready. Or that they, in general, have made a commitment to keeping him and redshirting him this year uh, because they, they're just afraid of what happens if they throw them out there. I mean, they've had so many injuries that have provided what would normally be opportunity mm-hmm. for someone to come in and, and, and take that job or to you know get some some reps, right? Uh, but I, I mean, it's it, it hasn't happened yet, and if it isn't, it hasn't happened so far. I I mean, I I have my doubts on whether it will happen from here on out. I I think this is really a big week, right? Like if it doesn't happen this week, I just can't imagine him playing this year.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I I just think Dallas wants to be really careful here because Robinson, you know, got moved from cornerback to safety. I really doubt that they want to stick him back at corner after the last, what, three months of really transitioning him over to safety I think Donovan Wilson is playing well or well enough to continue to get snaps. Obviously, Xavier Woods is going to start. They, they probably just don't feel like it's worth it to have him in for only five or 10 snaps. Uh, he do- hasn't done anything on special teams. And I think, I actually think that's probably what's, yeah. ho- what's holding him back right now because Mike McCarthy kind of made a comment where, you know, saying, hey, we want to see him make plays on special teams before we activate him. So I, I wonder if that's holding him back more. Yeah than just not being good enough to be on the field for defense.
0: Because that's the thing is that if you activate him, even if, (laughs) even if he plays, you know, I would say, his role would have to be a majority of special team snaps that, as opposed to defensive snaps, right? Because right. you're trying you're, exactly. try, you're yeah. trying to give relief to some of your down-roster defensive backs so that they can play cornerback and safety, uh, and then putting Robinson in there is more to alleviate those needs on special teams. So if he isn't able to play special teams well or if he's struggling to pick it up on, on that side, uh, then calling him up for, like you said, Four or five defensive snaps, but also but ten to twelve special team yeah, snaps. Yeah, uh, that's that's probably not the best the best case scenario.
1: All right, Landon, this one comes from Bernard, and we actually talked about this a little bit over the last two days, but it's worth mentioning again. Uh, do you stick with Andy Dalton after what you saw from Garrett Gilbert this past <laughs> Sunday? And my answer to that would be again, it depends on what the goal is. What are do you when doing? Ba- yeah. yeah, exactly. I when I went back and watched the L twenty two. I was actually even more surprised by how well Garrett Gilbert played. I I don't know if you've get, got a no. chance to see it yet, but the throw that he made to CeeDee Lamb at the end of the game mm-hmm. was incredible. He got outside the pocket, kind of threw the ball across his body, over top of a defender and dropped it into a bucket to CeeDee Lamb. I don't know if I've seen Andy Dalton make a play like that in a long, long time, so... I I understand why the Cowboys probably will go back to Dalton. They want to feel they want to give him his shot to to prove that he is still a competent quarterback. Maybe he does help more with line calls and getting the ball out on time. But if if the goal here is to try to win games, I'm starting to wonder if Gilbert does gives you a better chance to do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that there is certainly a strong argument for that, and I think that that's you know. Uh, I, I mean, I I I don't know what's going to happen with with uh, with Gilbert. I, I, I'll say this though, uh, I do like what we I saw, you know, and I do want to see more of Garrett Gilbert, and I'm not ready to like let him go off my team. Mm. Um, I do think that you know, with with Dalton, you probably have the best chance to. Uh, <sighs> you know honestly it's it's really tough to it's really tough to say I, I, I think that I think normally under normal circumstances Dalton probably gives you the best chance to win uh actually win a game if that was your your <laughs> your goal sure, w- sure. with uh, with the healthy team I think with this team uh Gilbert is scrappier you know and he and he's willing to, to to stay in the pocket a little bit longer and because of his ability uh I think maybe even a little bit better ability to just stay in the pocket, step up in the pocket, and deliver a throw when he's going to take a hit, or or just you know know that he's going to take a hit and still throw the football. To me, that seems like uh, uh, that could be a spark that could lift a, an under talented team to some victories, which is probably not what you want to do. So no, no, no. I, yeah, I mean, I think Garrett Gilbert has certainly. Um, if, if this was any other season, if this was 2016 or whatever that year was and we were actually trying all the way at the end to try to you know, uh, save the season, I would say uh, Gilbert is the guy for sure. But I, I think at this point uh, you, you may mess around and screw up your draft order. Hmm. <laughs> so I think Garrett Gilbert has earned the right to continue starting. But because of the unique scenario that we're in, uh, I wouldn't be surprised and I wouldn't be upset if they decided to throw in Andy Dalton just because I, I don't know that he provides that same spark and he is more of a bus driver.
1: Yeah. And it's probably not the worst thing in the world to, to put Garrett Gilbert back on the bench. He really hasn't been in the scheme very long. Uh, go off his one good game film, keep that confidence high and continue to develop him because maybe next year, maybe the goal is next year to have Dak and then Garrett Gilbert and Ben DiNucci and just not spend money at that quarterback position outside of Dak because with the cap going down, I'm not sure you can afford to spend $7 million on a backup quarterback like you are this year. So uh, just something to, to, to keep an eye on. Um, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Built Bar. Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors, and it's a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic, and they're releasing six new flavors Including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and apple almond crisp. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code On and you'll get 20% off your first box. Again, that is BuiltBar.com.
2: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL draft. Check out mock draft Monday on the locked on NFL draft podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day.
1: All right, Landon. Our last question comes from Magnus and he wants to know, should the Cowboys go out and sign one big free agent guy this offseason to improve the defense? If yes, who would you pick up? Uh, he says he would love to bring in Dalvin Tomlinson for three years, $30 million. That's a good name. I also wrote down some other names. Um, but first and foremost, do you think the Cowboys would be wise to spend some of their free agent bucks on uh, a big-time defender this offseason?
0: I think it depends on who it is. Um, I, I definitely, right, you... I definitely think that if you want to improve the defensive tackle position – then it probably is going to need to come from a free agent acquisition you have two young guys that you will be one that you definitely like in hill and one that you're starting to like a lot more in gallimore Uh, and i think you have high expectations for those guys uh you bring back woods i think as a rotational backup one technique if he's willing to come back and then yeah i think that I, i don't think there's anything wrong with you know again just because defensive tackle is a difficult position to learn as a rookie and because there doesn't seem to be a ton of talent there in next year's class, I think it's worth potentially signing or at least looking at the defensive tackle market to see what's available.
1: All right, I've got five guys that I wrote down. Uh, These are all defensive tackles. You tell me yes or no. Let's say on a fairly decent-sized deal, Dalvin Tomlinson I think is a really good name because I think that's the type of defensive tackle they need. What do you think about him?
0: Yeah, I agree. I think his versatility would be very helpful. I think he can play the kind of scheme that we're running.
1: See what's going to be interesting about the Giants is they actually have you know two of these guys that are hitting free agency, and the other one is Leonard Williams. You know, I, I don't think they can bring back both of those guys. Between the two of them, which one do you like better for Dallas?
0: I think Dalvin Tomlinson. Right? I, I mean, I, I kind of do too. Yeah, I think just because I, I don't know that, I don't know that that that. Uh, I think that he's kind of lived up to his standing a little bit better, and Leonard Williams, I feel like. Might cost a little bit more because he has more name to him. But I don't know that I trust the production as much as Tomlinson. I feel like I might get better bang for my buck from, with Tomlinson.
1: Yeah, I, I I like a defensive, you know, a, a one technique of Dalvin Tomlinson and Antoine Woods. Like, I can get behind that. That, yeah. that makes a lot of sense for me. Um, how about Larry Obanjoye in Cleveland? Yeah, that was somebody that a lot of people like coming out of the draft. Uh, He's really played the one and three there. Uh, He's been a little banged up recently, but what about him?
0: Yeah, I mean, I like him when he's healthy, for sure. And I think that if he comes at a discounted rate because he's had some injury issues or struggled a little bit. uh, Yeah, I mean, as long as it's not something that you think is structural or it's going to keep happening. He's also a guy that I would definitely take just because I feel like, you know, again, strong upgrade at a position of need.
1: Uh, Jonathan Hankins. Somebody that – you know what's really funny, Lane? I'll comment on this one. For, for years, we tried to get Jonathan Hankins to Dallas, right? Because, you know, he was always available cheap, and Rod Marinelli never wanted him, right? He just didn't want to pay for that, that one technique. Uh, right now with the Las Vegas Raiders, he's one of the highest-graded uh, interior defensive linemen in the NFL, pro football focus. And guess who his defensive line coach is? Rod Marinelli. So would you be interested in Hankins?
0: Yeah, I mean <sighs> – how old is he now like 31
1: yeah 31 so he's getting up there he's
0: getting up there Um, I like the other guys better yeah I do too Just, just because I feel like you know bigger defensive tackles as they get older they fall off a cliff quickly I agree
1: I agree. All right. I got three defensive backs that are going to be big name free agents. You tell me if you're willing to pay the juice on any of these guys. Justin Simmons, uh, the super athletic safety for the Denver Broncos, was franchised last year. We'll see if he gets a long-term deal there, but I expect him to hit free agency. What about Simmons?
0: I like Simmons a lot. I think he's had a great career with Denver. Um, Yeah, I think it depends on the money, and I also think it depends on if the Cowboys are suddenly interested Mm. in paying money for a safety.
1: Okay, well, how about a cheaper one? Uh, this guy has been very banged up in his career, but it's really good. Uh, Malik Hooker of the Indianapolis Colts.
0: Oh man, I mean now you're really hitting my my sweet spot because those are that's a guy that I loved coming out of the draft.
1: He's been hurt. He's coming. He'll be coming off an ACL injury this year, but
0: he'll be coming off an ACL injury next year too. You know that's the problem <laughs> I have with Malik Hooker. I I, I I hate to be like this, but he's so good though when he's healthy. He's so good when he's healthy, so he's so when he's helping, but he's always 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 in I know. And it's and it's like it's it's I mean, it goes back to high school with this kid. Like yeah. he's one he's, of the most He's only
1: 24 though.
0: Yeah, he's one of the most naturally talented free safeties I think I've ever seen on tape, in, especially college. And he just cannot stay healthy. I mean, it's like Bob, it's like Bob Sanders in some ways, right? It's well,
1: like, I was going to compare him to a different defensive back. He's a little bit like Jason Verrett, right? Sure, the, okay. The corner yeah. for the for, 49ers where the talent is so good, and any time he plays, it's like you know you're getting an elite elite player. But uh, he's been pretty banged it's, up. I will say, it's though, like
0: Sean Lee. It's like it's like yeah, yeah. Sean Lee, right? At, sure. Anytime he, he was on the field. It's like he's lights out, but he wasn't on the field a ton.
1: 2018, he played 14 games. 2019, he played 13 games, and then only two this year. I mean, even if you can get him for 12, 13 games a season, that would be great. I I just have a feeling that whoever signs him is going to get a ton of value there because the talent is so good. Um, And then the last one, if you want to go out and get a a long athletic cornerback, William Jackson III from Mm. Houston is somebody who – he was really good early in his career. Then Paul Gunther left in Cincinnati and he just quite hasn't quite been the same corner. I I wonder if a change in scenery would help him a little bit. Uh, what about William Jackson?
0: Uh, I mean, again, you're looking at my old draft boards. I loved William Jackson coming out. Uh, uh, and he's a Texas kid. You know, He's I, he went to University of Houston, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and uh, yeah, I, I like William Jackson a lot. I think, you know, what we saw early from him was not surprising for, for those of us who watched him because – He has that length. He has that athletic ability. He has that talent. And I, yeah, I have to say, I I was very surprised in uh, the kind of drop off and play that happened, uh, you know, once they started changing their defensive scheme. I I just felt like this guy had so much talent that it was just going to shine through no matter what. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I, I definitely would be interested in. in I, I mean, well, let's see what the numbers are. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, I can't imagine that he would be that expensive just because of him, you know, coming off of what's going on lately. And uh, I, I just feel like. If, if you can get him for a reasonable deal, I would definitely pull the trigger on that.
1: Yeah, if you're getting him, let's say, h- half the price that Byron Jones went in free agency last year. And I think that's realistic. Yeah. I, th- I think that's something that's really intriguing because that's another long athletic cornerback. You put him and Trevon Diggs on the outside with Anthony Brown in the slot. Now we're cooking in the mm-hmm. secondary. I feel really good about that cornerback trio. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time.